0: You're listening to Women Emerging Fearlessly, where women over 40 discover how to find meaning and purpose and how to feel at home in their own skin, love who they are, and design a life that makes them happy. I'm your host, Janelle Anderson, CEO and founder of Emerging Life Coaching. So welcome everybody to Women Emerging Fearlessly. I am here today with a special guest that I will be introducing to you in just a moment. I'm just curious how many of you are struggling during this COVID virus time. In uh, maybe you're going crazy, staying home, or maybe you're getting caught up in a swirl of emotions and fear and anxiety. We just want to share with you today some tips on how to just remain confident, really, and how to. Just stand in your power during this time. Kate is my guest, and she has a lot of great stuff to share with you today. She's an author and she is also a coach, but she served, she has a great history. It's just really, to me, very impressive. She served as the vice president and counsel of a Fortune 200 company, and she was a very high achieving woman lawyer. And I love working with high-achieving, successful women who are very passionate about what they do. It just excites me. And I love to see women just doing this stuff, you know, and being who they are and being brilliant. And that's what she was doing. And she ran into a big problem. (laughs) Um, Her world was pretty much shattered. I'm going to let her tell you about it. But uh, she ran into a big problem and this challenge that she's going to share with you got amplified and just she went through a lot of stuff ladies and i know many of you are you're you're dealing with obstacles and hurdles that you have to jump over to pursue that passion and sometimes when you run into those big obstacles it can shatter your confidence and kate has a story that she's going to tell about that so She is Kate McGinnis, and um, she's now the principal of her business called Empowered Women Coaching, which is actually kind of similar to the name of mine, Emerging Life Coaching. And she's an executive coach, and she's got a background in some psychology and neuroscience, which is dearer and nearer to my heart. I love those two studies. So welcome, Kate McGinnis, to the the podcast today. Thanks for joining us.
1: Oh, Janelle, thanks for the invitation. I'm quite glad to be here. Uh, Your audience, which is women, is exactly my audience. I have a great passion to help women.
0: Yes, and I am so excited to see that because it's my passion too. So I think that we have a lot in common. And I know this topic of confidence comes up a lot with my audience and has in my own life. So I know that you have so much wisdom to share around that, and you've written a book which we will get into in a minute, but before we go down that road, just tell everyone, my listeners, just a little bit about your background and um, what brought you to be an executive coach for women.
1: Well, my background is that I had my whole identity invested in being a high-achieving women lawyer. And when that job was taken away from me, I then had to not only reinvent my identity, but of course I had to reinvent an income flow. (laughs) And I knew so many unhappy women lawyers, dissatisfied, wanting to move on, wanting to do something different, but being very concerned and worried about their ability to do that. So uh, it occurred to me that I could help them by training to be an executive coach and what I learned in the training let me help my clients, but also let me help myself. Yeah, isn't
0: that funny how that works? <laughs> when we, we help yes. others and we train to help others, it helps us so much. Yes. So earlier, I alluded a little bit to this big problem that you ran into as a woman lawyer, and I want you to share it in your words, just that story of all the obstacles that came your way before you became an executive coach. And here you were, a high achieving woman lawyer, and like you just said, your identity was so tied to that. So tell us what happened.
1: Well, what happened is my job was vice president and general counsel, and saying no too often ended up costing me my job. And that happened quite abruptly, I had been very highly regarded, I thought, inside the corporation, gotten a big bonus. And about three months later, uh, two executives, other executives, appeared in my office and said that uh, my services were no longer needed. The company was gonna put out a press release before the market opened two days later that I was leaving. And I'd be locked out of my office at the end of the day. So that was pretty, terrifying (laughs) yeah Uh, all the things that you might imagine and it took eight months to negotiate my severance package and the lawyer negotiating it thought oh we're going to structure this as annual payments isn't that clever well I went along with it which was fine until the company making the annual payments went bankrupt I had thought I'm not going to be a lawyer anymore, I'm going to have a life of leisure, I moved to California wine country, I wrote a novel, everything was hunky-dory, and then there was the bankruptcy. So I had to sell my house in wine country, and then what should I do? And it took me four years to receive anything out of the bankruptcy. I got pennies on the dollar. So it it left me a question of, well, what am I gonna do now? What am I gonna do to make money? What am I gonna do with my life? What's what's my passion? And my passion had been to help women. Uh, The novel that I wrote was about women fighting sexual harassment and discrimination because I wanted to educate them about what their rights were in the workplace. So executive coaching, working with women, Uh, was I saw as a way to help women. And so the book was taking what I had learned and what I learned with my clients, what my clients taught me and putting it into a book.
0: Wow, that's fantastic. You are a woman of many talents. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a very ambitious
1: and energetic woman.
0: Which is fabulous. I love that. That had to have been devastating that day when they walked into your office and just suddenly without warning announced, hey, you're out. So I find it really interesting how you mentioned that your identity was so tied to this. And I find that is so true. I know I've been there before, whereas women, we, and and there's this whole story about, you know, how, and I know you talk about this in your book, like how society's kind of set us up in a way for, for women to be, to lack confidence or to struggle with confidence in who they are, as well as kind of how we're put together. As women and then when we do achieve great things this thing of identity in that role or that title or that thing we've achieved and we kind of lose sight of who we are inside as a woman and it sounds like you saw that that you went through a process maybe of uncovering that or realizing that and getting yourself to this place of who's the real Kate
1: (laughs) thank you that's what I really hope to be now think I am And it's interesting. Part of that process was I had going on internally this whole story. You know, my story was, oh, I was a very successful lawyer. I had all these gold stars, you know. And then those got taken away. And part of the process was to think through well, what is my story of who I am? And do I want that story to be a story of victimhood? No, I'm sure, these very unexpected, seemingly bad things happened to me. But I will have to tell you, Janelle, at the end of the day, if somebody said to me, what was the best thing, what, what was the experience that you learned the most from in your life? I'd say it was being fired. Wow,
0: that's mm-hmm. amazing to be able to look back and say that. So I, I often talk about, you know, how the gift, there's gifts within the hard times. And usually we grow the most when we go through a really tough time like that. If we will look for what's the gift here, what in this can help me learn and grow and become my best self? And it sounds like that that's what it was for you. Probably took some time, though, to get there. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> some soul searching and, yeah. yeah. So, and I know, I think in your book, you mentioned working with someone that helped you to figure that out, to help you to get to
1: that place. That's exactly right. In fact, you know, my book is dedicated to her. So lucky when I went to coaching school, the school required all of the students to work with one of the master coaches. And the master coach I was assigned to was this 85-year-old woman who had had, years of experience of uh, being a therapist until she was 70, got really frustrated with insurance companies on payment issues, then went off and trained to be a coach. So by the time I met her, she had had 15 years experience as a coach and decades of experience as a therapist. and all of it came together and she worked me through a lot of hard places, as you say. Yeah, it was hard, and it took time. But um, it's a process that has let me be now who I am. I'm pretty comfortable with that. She sounds like a wonderful woman. She didn't
0: become a coach till she was 70, and she was 85 when she worked with you. Right. That
1: is awesome. <laughs> She's still
0: coaching now at 90. You can just keep on giving and being who you are and contributing and fantastic i love hearing stories like that about women especially so tell us a little bit about your book that it's confidence lost and confidence found right
1: right yeah because that was certainly my process and it's interesting i thought i had confidence before then i got fired lost my house lots of losses and then i found confidence but in truth they are kind of different kinds of confidence the confidence i had before i was fired you might call conditional confidence it was confidence that arose out of the approval of others so when i had that condition that i was getting lots of gold stars and other people were approving of me oh i felt confident but when that went away the confidence went away and so what i have now uh, is authentic confidence it is confidence that doesn't vary depending on the approval of others
0: so but I love what you're saying about the conditional confidence which a lot of us think is true confidence right when we're we're being patted on the back and we're getting recognition and we're pleasing other people and of course that makes you feel good but if your confidence is based on what other people think of you or even your position or achievements. It can, like in your story, perfect example, it can just be taken away just like that. But what's more important is this inner authentic confidence. No matter what happens around you, you're still confident because you know who you are, you love who you are, you've embraced who you are, and it doesn't really matter what other people think anymore.
1: Terrific state to get to. And it makes such a difference in so many parts of our life. I mean, sure, confidence matters for applying for a job, a job performance. But confidence also matters in things like social interactions. You know, do you feel confident going into a gathering with people you don't know? Maybe they aren't going to like you. And maybe they aren't. But you'll still be okay. Yes. Love that.
0: Love that. So do you find when you're working with your clients as a coach, do you find that a lot of women struggle with having that inner authentic confidence in themselves?
1: Oh, they do. I mean, so many women are always pushing themselves for what's the next star I can get? What's the next circumstance where I can get approval? Maybe I can run to be... Vice President of the Parent Teacher Association, and that's that becomes the star. And, right, and that's a fine thing to do. I'm not saying don't do it, but if if you don't get it, you don't get it, and you go on. Yeah,
0: what have you found to help? That's helpful for women like that when you're working with your clients. What kinds of techniques, or you know, what do you do with them to help them find that
1: authentic confidence? One of the techniques is to look at their story. So if they have a story running that they've been a victim, they've been abused, something bad has happened to them, and it may well have, not to deny that, but to look at how they've responded. You know, there probably is a hero in there. It is a heroic story rather than a victim story. I mean, if you look at, I don't know, the movie Aaron Brockovich, I don't know if you remember that about woman. Oh, yes fought so hard against polluters but at the beginning of the movie she's a poor single mom sitting outside somebody's office agonizing over whether she's going to get a job and she takes her inner confidence and strength and turns it into a hero's story not only for herself but for whole community
0: yeah
1: she does that's a great example
0: and yeah take your victim story Look at it, identify it, and then rewrite it to be the hero story.
1: Exactly.
0: Oh, I love it.
1: That's empowering. And another thing that um, is a little more straightforward, I would say, is tally up your successes. And all your successes count. Maybe the success is clearing a paper jam in the printer. That's a success. <laughs> to win, yes. Yeah. Just keep a journal, keep a journal of your wins. And you'll see, yeah, I can do it. I've got the abilities. Believe in yourself. Believe that you can generally accomplish what you set out to do. And that's what confidence is belief that you can generally accomplish what you set out to do.
0: I love that definition. I I read that in your book and I thought, yeah, that's a really great way to describe confidence. Um, That was one thing I did too, you know, to write down my successes. And also, my coach had me actually write down what my clients, this is as a new coach, when I was really struggling with confidence around being a coach, and she, and I said, I thought I was just terrible at it, and I couldn't do it, and you know, I went through that whole story, like nobody's going to want to work with me, and she said, really, really, she said, what is the evidence that proves that is wrong? What have your, clients that you've already worked with said to you I want you to write down what they've said to you and that really helped me because as I started writing down what they actually the feedback they gave me in their own words I was like oh I really helped them that's so, great yeah it built my confidence as a coach so that's I love a good that. Coach. yeah go back and make a list of your successes and even like what other people have complimented you on you know what other people have said to you that proves that you are that you do have the ability to be who you are, basically.
1: Um, I mean, that's very much like one of the things I suggest in my book is to create a pride kit. So, you know, if you get a thank you note for, hey, that was a great dinner party and I loved your recipe for, you know, orzo, uh, or hey, here's, here's your scorecard from a great golf game or here's a note from your kid saying, oh, you're the best mom ever. I mean, all of those things, and keep them in one folder or one box, you know, and have that so that when, you know, there are days when the confidence level, you know, erodes, goes down, then pull out that box and look at all those things as your coach suggested. Think about what your clients had said to you.
0: I love that. What did you call it? Pride kit? Pride kit. Oh, Oh, I love it. Yes. And I think sometimes I run into this a lot with women is that they're hesitant to kind of, I don't want to say brag, but like be proud of themselves and to say, hey, I, I am pretty amazing. I did do this. I did do that. Because then they start to feel guilty for bragging on themselves or they feel like they're being arrogant. But that's not arrogance. Arrogance is thinking you're better than other people. Right. Just having confidence in, hey, I am somebody. I am amazing. Because we all are. We all have wonderful gifts and talents and strengths to bring to the world. And we
1: need to embrace that. Being that and believe in yourself. And there's some way you can pull that in one place, like a pride kit, that's great. Yeah.
0: I love it. So the name of your book is...
1: Confidence lost, confidence found, and here I'm going to do a little advertising. There you go, yes, Kate McGinnis. There's the cover, and I really love what the cover designer did. You can see the flower pot, Uh one flower upright and the other one's wilted. There's the confidence lost and the confidence found. How to reclaim the unstoppable you.
0: Yeah. Love it. Oh, so ladies, go out and buy that book. I, like I said, I've started reading it, and right from the very beginning, it grabbed my attention. You're a really good writer. Thank and you. yes, I can't wait to read the whole thing. How can people get in touch with you if they'd like
1: to talk to you? you? I have a website. It's katemcginnis.com. And McGinnis is spelled like the Guinness Book of Records or Guinness Stout, but it's got an MC in front. So kate at katemcginnis.com. Or I'm on Twitter, K8, number eight, numeral 8, McGinnis, at Twitter. So that's another way to get hold of me. Of course, I'm on Instagram, mm-hmm. LinkedIn, lots of places. Awesome. So
0: I'll put those in the show notes so people can reach out to you. And is your book on sale on Amazon?
1: And The book is on sale on Amazon, Barnes and & Noble, and actually
0: everywhere books are sold. That's wonderful. Congratulations on your book thank
1: you and when and was it when was it published? It was published january 11, 2020. <laughs> wow, so this year wow brand really new very, very recent cool. uh, really uh, uh, and thank you for including me as a guest on your show. I've really enjoyed our discussion.
0: I did too, and i just um I just want to say thank you because you bring so much uh, inspiration really to women to just Especially, you know, women in their 40s and 50s, where you know it's that time of life where transitions do happen, and that you like almost started anew, like you really found yourself after all that happened, and you didn't give up and you didn't stop. But now you're giving back and you're helping so many women. It's just really inspiring. So thank you so much for sharing your story and writing your book and coming on my podcast.
1: Oh, my pleasure. Thank you.
0: for listening today if you'd like to find out more about how to create the life you truly want visit my website at emerginglifecoaching.com or shoot me an email at janelle at emerginglifecoaching.com until next time emerge fearlessly and go out there and do what you really want